0: Hello, welcome to Working Mother Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Craig Broadwith, and I'm excited to connect with you weekly to meet the artists, explore the art, and unpack what it means to work and mother. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. Today it's just Little Old Me on the podcast. Just Morgan rambling away with random thoughts, and that's me referring to myself in the third person. Hope you enjoy <laughs> the segment today. Random as all get out. Thank you so much for tuning into Working Mother Experience. So, it's been an eternity since I last put my headphones on, sat down, and uh, started podcasting, and I just was driving the kids back after a beautiful patio lunch at Wild Rose Brewery, for those who are in Calgary, couldn't recommend it enough. And I thought, oh my gosh, I am going to have 30 minutes possibly of kids watching TV, uh, quiet time. That's our quiet time. Amazing. You may disagree with it. We love it. And uh, I don't. you don't disagree with quiet time. You just might disagree with television as the tool or the vehicle for the quiet time. However, it is a life-saving mechanism for us. But I will say this, the consequences of television and too much television are often not worth it. I won't lie. It's often not worth it. Uh, and so uh, do do have a word of caution out there. Too much TV equals really uh, grumpy, moody children. I don't know if that's the, going to be the, the theme of this podcast. Anyways, I was driving back and I thought, oh my gosh, I am going to have... Potentially 30 minutes. Husband is out. I've got family visiting here from the east. It's been absolutely brilliant. And uh, my cousin just hiked the Pacific Crest Trail. You're like, I don't care. But I want you to care. And if you know anyone who's ever done this journey, it's walking from the border of the U.S. and Mexico all the way up to the border with Canada. Oh, my gosh. Like, unbelievable. And he and his girlfriend are here and my aunt and uncle are here from out east. And it's just been nothing beats family. Nothing beats family. And I have not seen a lot of my family lately. And it's been really bloody stressful. Often when I do see family, I won't lie. And, uh, and so it's been really nice. I I feel almost emotional saying it just how easy and wonderful it's been to see people and, uh, not a lot of, just not a lot of stress around this and that with COVID. Don't know if you've heard of it before. I know I usually make that joke. It's getting old, I won't stop. So I just thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but maybe I'll share a few things that are coming up. And is that we need artists. So if you're listening to this, and so for the few people that do listen to this, we are in need of some contributions. We have a goal. Don't know if you know that. I'm going to share it with you. And we got some exciting announcements. A few more podcasts are in our our near future with Angela and myself. She did a piece. We did a podcast. And it, and it cut out a huge component of it, which was devastating. So we got that podcast with my mom for sure. And then a podcast to introduce our new outreach director, which is Sharon Kilborn. And so really excited for you to get to meet, meet her. Uh, she's contributing a piece of art. So we do have some art in the hopper, but we need some more. And we need your help to make that happen. So if you know someone they do not need to be artistically inclined. And I, I, it's an interesting thing because everyone I talk to, as I know an artist, I'm like, I, you don't need to be an artist to do this. This is not a requirement. Can't stress that enough. It is for everyone and anyone who would like to allow some of that creative energy to come through. So that's the number one thing. And I, it's probably never going to not be the number one thing in that we need artists. And I think the reason, well, one of the big reasons that it's, that we don't, that it's, A challenge is that sitting down and carving out space for creativity is hard. Just is. And and unless you are already that sort of ingrained in your nature, finding a way to do that is a real push. And so I I say this with the greatest of empathy and understanding, knowing that it is a great push to, to do that. But my goodness, the results that we have had so far for those who do it are incredible. And the stories are incredible. So if it's, you're sort of teetering on the edge, know that we need your art. We want your art. We want to hear your story on the podcast. And uh, and so, yeah, so the goal is, is we want 25 pieces of art by 2023. And I don't really think that's a, that audacious. I mean, maybe it is. We're at 11. We've got 12 with Sharon's art. And so we're basically halfway there. We need 12 more pieces by 2023. And we're going to have our launch party in 2023. You're thinking this is already launched. Are you on crack? And the answer is no, I'm not on crack. I could be. Um, that I, I think it would be too terrifying if I was on crack. It would be an upsetting combination. I'm already high enough. I'm already too much as it do is. is. Don't, don't take that as a negative. I don't think I'm too much. I love who I am. Amazing that this is a podcast of me complimenting myself that's the beauty of doing a solo podcast so then so so we have a goal and we want you to be a part of that goal and so when we get to 25 where our goal is to have an art exhibit and launch this working mother experience into the stratosphere with our mission our strategy our goals and and so we're working towards that but right now we need to give ourselves some time I'm preoccupied uh, with another venture and I uh, and uh, but I will say this creating something running something, uh, inspiring others, keeping a momentum going when you've got other distractions and things going on in your life is really, really difficult. And and of course, I've also made promises as I, I uh, focus on another venture right now for myself, uh, commitment to my husband to to limit uh, in almost all capacities, anything outside of work, school and kids. So I just was so excited to do this. And, and so really the things that come to mind for me right now that are coming up, is how bloody exhausted people are. And, you know, that's nothing new. You're going, Morgan, it's been two years of people being exhausted and tired. And, and so I but what I think is happening now is while we have acclimated to being at home, and we've kind of believed that we're OK with it. And, and now, though, all we're doing is work. You know, all those like fun social things and the perks of being at home, some of them are still there. I, I, I will not refute that. But, you know, a lot of those social things that we were so intentional about in the early days of COVID and with our teams and creating virtual connection, now we're just so burned out from meetings, like as if I want to spend another minute looking at a screen. So we're not doing the socials. Uh, we might be seeing some more people in person, bit of a polarizing time, not going to lie and uh, between vaccinated and unvaccinated. And I don't know necessarily if uh, vaccines have made this better. You might go, holy crap, that's that's a bomb to drop. In some instances, of course they have, right? They've lessened, you know, disastrous outcomes for people. Uh, they've reduced the strain and stress on the healthcare. You know, I know there's a lot going on, very intense and contentious around the the healthcare system being burdened by the unvaccinated. So I'm not going to get in there. That's not what this podcast is about. But, uh, you know, I, I noticed that this is really quite a polarizing time. So there's that added on top of the COVID, on top of this, the work stuff and the virtual and the lack of social or the intention around social to, to carve out those bonds if you're still working predominantly virtually, which I am. And I actually think a lot of people in Canada are. And so we're not getting that in-person connection. And my God, even if you are an introvert, you need that. You need that. And so that exhaustion is of course going to fuel in or interfere with our ability to be creative, to carve out that time. We're just sort of like getting by. I just want to have a slump in front of the TV you know are you you know many i don't know maybe you are maybe you're going i'm in the best shape of my life but my exercise is i don't know it's not what it was i might edit that out don't know if i like that sound that's going to be on there so all this rambling to say i think we're we're more exhausted more burned out than than what i've experienced at any other stage and that's you know could be completely biased by recency bias or prime don't even know what i'm trying to say but we need that in person, and we also need that in person to inspire uh, that creative energy, to awaken that second chakra. We need people. We need people to bounce ideas off. We need people to energize us. We need, And so if, if you're really struggling with getting those creative juices flowing, maybe even just carving out some time to be with people who get you thinking about things differently and not talking about COVID you know, finding other things to talk about. We've got to bring in other elements. What did we used to talk about? What were the things that got us excited and inspired about life and the things that we do? And that might actually lead then to you feeling like you actually have the energy or the capacity to do something creative. So that's one thing that's coming to mind. Obviously, COVID hasn't left the mind space. When it comes to being a working mother, I would say the last, since August, I don't even know when I last did a podcast, but since August and combining school and work and family, I don't, I think I've watched one hour of television, which is great for the brain, but being a working mother and trying to do the best that you can as a mother and trying to further yourself and your career and, and what you think would actually help you with that, you know, we all do it in different ways and I've chosen it with school. Uh, it comes with significant sacrifice. It comes with significant trade offs. I, I don't see friends. I don't do any volunteer pursuits. I don't do this. I don't do my bu- small business. I barely even see my husband. And, that's, and, and, I, and so I just think about all the women and men out there who make these choices. And again, it's our choice in some instances there's lots of working parents out there that have no choice to work two jobs to support their family. But these choices that you make come with trade-offs and we're so lucky to be able to even have the choice to do these things to further ourselves in the way we think that, you know, this will be what helps me further myself. Uh but it comes with trade-offs and I and I and I've said trade-offs too many times so hopefully you're doing a shot's game with that and just you're getting loaded. You're getting ripped. So those are things that come to mind for me is just the, the intensity of what that actually means and what it does to the family dynamic. And if you're, you know, for me, I'm, my time between pickup and bedtime is absolutely 100% kid priority. And so I've been doing things to, to really enhance that time, like spending time in the park and actually really getting down to their level and playing. And you're going Morgan, I've already always done that. And kudos to you. You're amazing. Now my time with my window with them is shortened. And so the intensity by which I give to that window has intensified. And actually, you know what? I think I might be a better parent for it because I know that I'm taking so much time, you know, away from my husband and kids to be in class or to do schoolwork, uh, in addition to day work, that the times that we do have together, I make it the best possible times that we can have. And I want to take that approach forward. Such that when I'm done school, that's the exact same attitude that I have. Because it's kind of sad that my attitude was anything but that. I'm not saying, I'm not dropping any truth bombs you didn't already know. But that's just been my experience so far. I think the most helpful thing for me in working and and being an ambitious working mother and and knowing that there are so many others out there is mindset. And it's the mindset you have in terms of how can I do this? How can I accomplish? How can I get this done? How can I be there for people? How can I not be too selfish and take this time? Because that's of course an overarching feeling that I have and a fear that I have that others will think. And I know that that's something else that other working mothers have definitely attested to, and it's one we sort of talk about. We're a little afraid, you know, that that you know, if we really admit it, then someone will start thinking it about us. And I guess that is the risk you take when you raise it. But is mindset and not taking a victim mindset, taking a a, a mindset of strength, a mindset of, of course, I can get this done. Of course, I can schedule this appropriately. Of course, I can still show up for my kids. I am strong. I am capable and I can do this. And I would say that having that mindset and also the second piece to that is and I will do it without losing my patience, without sacrificing my relationships, without sacrificing my ability uh, to give focus and attention and care to my kids in the times that I do, time that I do have with them. And so the mindset piece, I would say out of doing anything when it comes to working and parenting and schooling and however else you split your time is is around mindset. And if you allow yourself to get overwhelmed and you allow yourself to play the victim, you don't remind yourself, hey, I chose this. I could choose to not work here. I could choose to not do this schooling. I could choose to not volunteer. I could choose to not be on this board. I could choose to stay at home. I could choose to go part-time. You know, I appreciate not everyone has the privilege of choice. So I always say that knowing that that's not an option for a lot of people. However, when we start to bemoan our circumstances by which we have chosen for ourselves, that's when I lose all patience. I lose patience in myself and I lose patience in others. And so thinking really carefully about what it is you do and don't do and how much of that it is your choice And you know, that's around the busy factor for me. I'm so busy. Well, what are you choosing to do that you could take off your plate? There's tons of stuff, right? Does it need to be that busy? Everyone I talked to during COVID was just so grateful for the slowing of pace. I don't, I I don't disagree with that at all. And I myself felt it as things were ramping up and things were opening up. I mean, we're back. To, I don't even know what we're doing in Alberta, but we're doing something restriction exemption program. Nice job, Kenny, skirting around that that's a pa- vaccine passport. Anyways, uh, as you can tell, it's on ever present on my mind right now. And, um, you know, what are you doing that you have control over? And I would imagine that for them, for a lot of us, we have quite a bit of control that we could influence. And so that's been really grounding for me. And I don't say that to be judgy. I do say it to hopefully remind those that are listening, which is approximately five people, uh, that you have autonomy, that you have the, the wherewithal and capability. And, and I think that just, it spills over into so many other facets of your life. And when you do realize that, that you are not a victim of your circumstance, that you can, to some extent, have control over your circumstances, or you can choose to not let your circumstances dictate who you are or who you will become, that you have that power. Holy smokers. That is is so inspiring. So grounding. So powerful. And, and so, you know, when people share like, wow, you, you know, anyways, not going to go on that point. The other piece that I'm taking away is that even though you can have the right mindset, you know, that you are not a victim, that you have this control, that you have the capability, you have the wherewithal, you have the resources and support to do it, that you definitely are not going to do it perfectly. That is super important. Uh, to to come to terms with And, and that's something I'm trying to relearn at school because in my previous schooling years there was a lot of fixation on grades and we are taught it's like built into us in the school system of that fixation on grades and if I get you know a 70 that's a disappointment or if I get a 60 that's a devastation and so, you know, I shared this with my team the other day of going, you know what, I really want to change my mindset on having to be uh, really good, perfect, and I'm basing that on my grades. No one gives two Hooters about your grades in their programs. And, and so basing, grounding yourself in that you're not that important. These are not that important. Nobody really cares. And therefore, just giving yourself, not to be, not to not To to be laissez-faire and not try, but to not let that be your barometer of success, or that you know you're not going to ever lose your patience as a parent, or you're you're not going to you know you're you're always going to show up perfectly for for your partner and and be ever patient and understanding of all their quirks, like as if I don't have quirks. (laughs) So, anyways, that's another takeaway. That's a mindset shift for me. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. You've heard that a million times. It's about re, reacquainting or, or uh, re, maybe it's not reacquainting, but grounding yourselves, grounding myself. We're going to all do it in different ways of of what good actually means and looks like and what actually matters. And then that allowing those determinants to change my mindset. So that's about it. As I said to you, I don't have a ton of amazing insights that have come to me since we last connected. However, I've missed it. I've missed this as a creative outlet. I miss connecting with Ange. I can't wait to introduce you to Sharon. I can't wait to see where working mother experience goes, even though it's on a slight hiatus or growth phase. I can't wait to see you or meet you at our at our our grand opening in 2023. Yes, we got tons of time until that is. But you know our goal. You may want to be a part of it. We want to see your art. We want to feature you on the podcast. It may or may not be me interviewing you for the next year, but it'd be Ange or Sharon, both of whom are amazing human beings and just bring a ton of bench strength to our team. And so also if you want to be a part of the team, if you have something you'd like to to do as, as part of this, we want you. We want your skills and capabilities and 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 any way you can promote or share or encourage other people to do this or just even... If you're a husband listening to this or a partner listening to this, just finding a way to create the space for the creative energy to come through. And I do not discount that being around other people will greatly help you in awakening that second chakra and enabling that creative energy to come through. And and giving yourself the space and freedom to do that will open up doors within your within your brain, new pathways, new doorways, new hallways, very Jungian psychology and uh, I only ever dream about different houses and doorways and passageways which is apparently of opening up new channels or new areas of your brain or getting to know yourself differently I don't know; if think I'm getting to know myself any more deeply though gotta say so I don't know Jung might not have been on to anything uh so that's a nice the nice little truth bomb to it's not a truth bomb it's my version of a truth bomb which is totally biased and tongue-in-cheek because I love Young and all the things he contributed to the world of psychology. And now I'm rambling. So I'm going to wrap it up. But I appreciate you listening to the rambling. I can't wait to do more of these. I miss doing these. And I hope, I genuinely hope you're doing well. And you're finding a way to navigate through this very bizarre, unsettling, polarizing time. And uh, I hope you've got someone in your corner. And I hope you're in your own corner too. I really do. Um, Because if you're not in your own corner, damn, life's going to be really hard. So on that note, wow, positive Paula over here. Thank you for listening. Can't wait to talk to you soon. And I hope, hope you have a brilliant rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in to Working Mother Experience Podcast. That's a wrap, folks.